All right, welcome to the first game one post-game pod of the Ole Miss baseball season. Happy opening day. The Rebels cruise to a victory over Charleston Southern. It's in the bottom or top of the ninth right now. Ole Miss is up nine to three. But this is the post-game pod right here on the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. Post-game pod edition, Ole Miss versus Charleston Southern. Um, It's in the top of the ninth right now. I feel like I can talk about it because we're going to talk generally about these post-game pods and focus on this game specifically. And Derek Vandergriff, Vandy Griff will do a little bit of more of a deep dive of the whole weekend, and um, we'll get ready and handle it that way. So that we're going to um, focus on the game at hand, and then we'll do a deep dive later on. I think it, he's supposed to be on on Tuesday. So Ole Miss... Nine to three. Mason Nichols getting his debut right now in the top of the night, trying to save it out. Well, it's not a save. It's not a save opportunity. Um, but no outs. Base hit um, for Charleston Southern. Worth seeing. It was. I mean, decent team. So Charleston Southern is like a sixteen and twenty seven team. So I think we need to handle what's going on and understand that more than anything else. Um, and because of that, take everything with a grain of salt. Now. One of the things that I'm pulling out um, in regards to this is, and I'm going to nitpick because it's the first game of the year and there's no no sample size and we're just trying to look for reasons to freak out. I get that. But one thing that I noticed is Derek Diamond started the game pitching and dominating the hitters at 92, 93 miles an hour. Inning four, he was throwing at 88. And Charleston Southern was able to catch up to that. Now, off-speed was able to get through some innings. He was able to pitch out of some jams. But that velocity difference is, I think, going to be a difficult thing to overcome against an Arkansas or against a Mississippi State or against a Tennessee that don't really have a problem with velocity to start with, but at 88, it just turns into a BP fastball. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, the other pitchers out there, Jared Washburn, or uh, he might, I may have called him um, the wrong thing there. Um, But Washburn had an outing um, that was pretty good, an inning. He's going to pitch the midweek game against Arkansas State. But, you know, one strikeout, one walk. Derek Diamond, um, five innings pitched, two hits, eight strikeouts, uh, I think two walks. He hit hit a batter, threw 77 pitches. Batting around, you know, Peyton Chatagnier was one for four. um, Bench was two for three. Um, Jacob Gonzalez was only one for five. He did have two RBIs um, because of a ground out in the first inning. Tim Oko was one for four, but that one being a home run. Um, Kevin Kevin Graham did get on base, extending his streak to 61 games. TJ McCants, two for three. Um, ben, Ben Van Cleve. Um, Tolly, Dunhurst, Burford. Burford actually impressed me a little bit. Now, Ole Miss needed to clean, needs to clean it up a little bit fielding the ball. They did not field the ball overly cleanly during this game. And if they do that moving forward, it can it could, it could bite them in the butt. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all of the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, 
BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scars, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, this is the time of year when I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. This year, I'm going to stick with my resolution to eat right. Thanks to Built Bar, it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on some of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. uh, Puffs are the first protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallow. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. In fact, all built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. 100% real chocolate. So compare that to a candy bar that usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So mint brownie, coconut, coconut alban, and new for this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious and it will be good for you. So at Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They'll make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. Hit the bells for notifications when new videos are posted. And, of course, upvote the video. So, um, <clears throat> Ole Miss is about to be two down on Charleston Southern in the ninth, one out away from a victory. This is a game that, for a game one, is about right. I, I, I'm not going to criticize the bats although Ole Miss didn't hit particularly well because as the weather warms up, the bats warm up. That's just what always seems to happen. It's going to be a pitching thing to start with. I am concerned about the Derek Diamond thing I told you about earlier. I'm okay with Jack Washburn, um, his performance, and they did some younger guys um, through them in the lineup to get them some innings as it went on. So should be pretty interesting. Um, I do think... This team has to um, will be special with the long ball there. They showed some versatility offensively. Played a little small ball early in the game, able to manufacture some runs. I like to see that. Um, but at the end of the day, this is going to come down to how well they can handle um, the starters lining up. So if Derek Diamond has that four-mile-an-hour drop-off against Arkansas, the Arkansas starter is not going to do that. So it's going to put an impetus on hitting uh, pretty much unlike what we've seen. There's no Doug Nikhazy walking through that door. There's no Gunnar Hoagland. It's Derek Diamond, it's um, John Gaddis, and it's Drew McDaniel, and potentially Jack Washburn. I mean, that's your four. And I can see how they're planning on using or they want to use Jack Washburn. I think I think that's interesting. And doing this, but I can see him moving into a Sunday role by switching with Drew McDaniel. But I'm curious to see what he is going to look like. Um, this should be the final out of the ball game. There it is. Ole Miss a nine to three victor in game one over Charleston Southern. There's other SEC West programs that did not fare so well. Good wind on a chilly night in Oxford. You see them wearing their coats, their long sleeves. 
and they're doing a handshaking and getting ready for game number two. So I'm pretty excited about that. We will um, have another post-game pod tomorrow after the game and um, Sunday after the game. And then we'll do a recording with Derek Vandegrift and he'll break down the weekend and preview the next weekend. So we do have a neat, neat, some neat stuff scheduled for um, the post-game pod for the baseball thing because we're planning on doing most, if not all, the games. I don't know what some of these non-conference road games, how it's going to go. If we can't pick up pick them up on ESPN+, Plus, we're not going to dig for them. We're not going to play for anything extra. So know that. But we're planning on as many as we can do, we will do. So it should be a lot of fun. And like with Derek Vandegrift, tune in Monday, by the way. Bill Flowers will be talking about um, NIL, the transfer portal, who is the fastest receiver on the two, 2003 team, stuff like that. So um, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, so I enjoyed hanging out with y'all. We'll miss a nine to three winner over Charleston Southern in game one. That's one down, like fifty four to go. So let's um, get it going, figure out how it's going to be, and win some ball games. Anyway, hotty toddy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.